Hi everybody, Handsome Dan here from Jabroni University and the GTW commentary team. And before we present today's episode of the GTW podcast, I would like to issue an editor's note and apology to gorgeous Morgan Taylor. There was an error in our notes, and for the duration of the show, we refer to you as Gorgeous Hudson Taylor, and Andy even calls you George Hudson Taylor, which is just inherently wrong. Uh, I'd like to formally apologize to uh, to you for that. Just just an error in our notes. Uh, we try our best here, and we are happy to admit when we are wrong. So we present this episode of the GTW podcast as we recorded it. Again, apologies to gorgeous Morgan Taylor. We'll do better next time. Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Coming to you from Fabulous Studio B Plus in Bradenton, Florida, it's the Grind Time Wrestling Podcast with the GTW Ringside Commentary Team. I'm your host, Handsome Dan Salorzno, and with me as always is the GTW Ringside Commentary Team, starring the cast of Rogues with Tugboat, Drew Kissler. Toot toot. A-Train Andy Liner. Choo choo. Bonesaw, Ryan Rudnick. Oh yeah, I am not a vehicle. And the Don Marijuan, Jay Breezy. We're still here and we're still celebrating Pride Month. And we're here to talk about GTW 7. We're still here taking place Saturday, June 26th at the GTW Grindhouse. Located at 5642 Jason Lee Place, Sarasota, Florida, 34233. Also, we'll hear from Financially Stable and what they have in store for us at We're Still Here. But first, business as always. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at JU Wrestling and on Twitter at JU underscore wrestling and of course at jabroniuwrestling.com. If you want merch, you can find JU Wrestling gear at our Threadless store at jabroniu.threadless.com. To follow Grind Time Wrestling, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Official Grind Time Wrestling. To purchase tickets to We're Still Here and all future events, subscribe to Grind Time Wrestling at eventbrite.com. And you can find tickets at gtwgrindhouse.com. Tickets are only $20 and are extremely limited. You pay more at the door, so get your tickets now at eventbrite.com and at gtwgrindhouse.com. And remember, card is subject to change. And what a card we got in store. And we're going to do things a little differently today. And we're going to start with a new segment that I like to call Who Do You Want to See Murder Darling Daniel Starling for the GTW Women's Championship? (laughs) Because I have I have nothing but bad things that I want to happen to him. And I'm so angry that I'm just gonna have to, I'm gonna have to toss it over to you, Tugboat. Who do you want to see murder Darling Daniel Starling for the GTW women's championship? Well, you know, we've seen a lot of uh we've seen a lot of women come in and out of this company. Um and we you know, we've seen a lot of men and whatever. Um you know, doesn't necessarily as as Daniel has proven, it's a uh, gender is a social construct. So, uh, and nobody else, I don't think, has come up with that except Daniel. But, uh, um, yeah, man. So anybody can come in here. Um, we've seen, like I said, we've seen a lot of 
contenders for this title so far in six, six seven months we've 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 had this thing um but you know i mean there's there's a lot of a lot of big names floating out there right now with all those uh with all those uh firings and releases from the from the from new york so i don't know maybe maybe cj perry will be there this weekend i don't know Whoa, that's that's a very, very interesting select. I'd love to see CJ Perry murder darling Daniel Sterling for the GTW Women's Championship. A-Train, who would you like to see murder darling Daniel Sterling? Yeah, uh, I was a, a pro Daniel Sterling guy prior to the last event. And briefly, I do want to say uh, feelings haven't changed on what happened. Daniel Starling, you don't put your hands on handsome Dan. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that Drew set it up correctly, uh, just laid the wrong person out. Gender is a social construct. So let's go with no avail. No avail to take the women's title from Starling. And then no will do the right thing with it. I don't know what the right thing is. Uh, will he defend it? Will he you know, uh, handed on over to, uh, owner Ty Harris. Um, we'll see what he does, but I think, uh, Noah gets in there, uh, takes it from Starling and then, uh, we'll, we'll go from there, but that's my pick. All right. A train. I think Noah Vale is an excellent decision to pound darling Daniel Starling into dust. Bonesaw, who would you like to see murder darling Daniel Starling for the GTW women's championship? First of all, I have to argue with this whole construct that we're putting forward here. Why would I even want to see somebody murder Darling Daniel Starling for the GTW Women's Championship? We're talking about a revolutionary championship, a warrior poet who is uh, elevating this championship to new heights. And you're ready to just cast him to the curb? I don't get it. What's the the point of that? We we have the, the, the prime example, the best we can have, the cream of the crop. Maybe someone wants to bust his face in but they're going to have to work like hell if that's their plan. And I don't see that happening any to, anytime soon. I, I want Dale Starling to be this champion forever. Are you freaking kidding me? Dead serious. Mm. Well, okay. Uh, who would you like to see him wrestle then? Let's just say that, hypothetically <laughs> speaking. Answer the question, Bonesaw. <laughs> Fine. Hmm. How about... How about Fabu Andre? Okay. I'd, I'd, okay. I'd like to watch Fabu Andre absolutely dismantle Darling Daniel Starling. I'm not going to lie. In that scenario, though, I don't think he gets it done over Darling Daniel Starling. Few do, man. Few yeah. do. Insanity. Jay Breezy, who would you like to see murder Darling Daniel Starling for the GTW Women's Championship? I'll tell you what. Uh, I would say Kelsey Reagan, but uh, I worry that if you let Kelsey Reagan in the ring with Starling Daniel Starling, then he, he actually will be murdered, like 100% dead in the ring. And we don't really want that, but we do want him punished. So my other idea would be to have the Tiger King himself, the king of GTW, come in there, Kenny Bangle, and just get this thing and just get it, get it done, said and done with and uh, out of the way. That is is another great select. I'd love to see former GTW tag or former GTW heavyweight champion Kenny Bangle kill darling Daniel Starling and send flowers to his widow. Tigers Um, do murder. As for my select, 
I think this calls for this calls for tough love. And I would really like to see Chelsea Durden come in mm. and just absolutely pound darling Daniel Starling's stupid face into oblivion. Knock that dumb smirk off of his dumb stupid face. Get that belt back and become the new GTW women's champion. A respectable champion. A Nova yeah. Lions champion, really, is what I'm is what oh. I'm looking at. Either way, all said and done, this has been another fantastic episode of Who Do You Want to See Murder Darling Daniel Starling for the GTW Women's Championship. Let's move it along. And we're we're gonna move it along in a big way because this next match is Ernest Mack the Third's choice cut. And it's the match that probably everyone and their mama wants to see at the Grindhouse. The rematch between Leroy Shogun and Sir Knight Merrick Donovan. After, after that banger of a match that they had in the battle for the multiverse. Neither, neither man could get it done because 15 minutes, it, it wasn't enough time. They're, they're too damn good. <laughs> uh, tugboat. Who do you who do you think goes over in this match? Um, this is tough because yeah, we, I mean, it was absolutely, you know, uh, t- you know, tip for tat in the in that match. Um, one one person would yeah exactly. Uh, one person would would you know go and we get the reversal like they were they they seem to be very well scouted almost like they've wrestled each other you know a hundred times before. Um, but you know, I, from the beginning, I've always said, like, put your money on Leroy Shogun. So, uh, gotta go there if I have to pick a winner. All right. A train your thoughts. Yeah, man. Uh, this match was crazy. It was, it was 15 minutes, which is like triple the time uh, that I go. Just ask my wife. Um, so (laughs) yeah, man, these guys both got a couple wins under their belt. Uh, Two and one, two and zero, oh, and you know, last ma- match you throw it out. It shows how even they are. Uh, they're two of the newer comers that are on the rise, and I could see either one of these guys springboarding this into an opportunity to get the multiverse championship, or hell, even to go and take on Jake Sterling at some point. Um, both of these guys are incredible. Um, they're very, very even. But man, if I if I'm going a direction, I got to go for the baddest man alive. Leroy Shogun for the victory. All right, thanks for thanks for peaking my levels out there. Uh, Bonesaw, <laughs> Bonesaw, who do you who do you have for this? Who do you have for this match? Because this is a, a, again, it sounds like we got two for Shogun. I gotta I gotta hear your thoughts here. Oh, I mean, this is gonna be. I already know that we're all gonna be winners because this is going to be an absolute banger. We're very fortunate to be able to see this. Uh, what wasn't, it was too much match to be contained in the first 15 minutes. So we're doing, we're running it back again. Shogun's a trained fighter. He fights for prizes. He fights for fun. He just likes to fight. Sir Merrick, he can trace his lineage back to Charlemagne, and he's all business and he's not here to fight. He's here to win. I think he is going to double down his focus and his intensity. And I think he's going to pull out the win in this match. He's going to go back and study the tape. I think a little harder than Shogun, and I think he's going to come back with uh, having done his homework and being ready to win this match. All right, sounds good. Jay Breezy, Merrick or Shogun? I'll tell you what, you see this a lot in, like, uh, professional two-square, you know, no double taps, no bubbling, clean game, 
you got to make sure that both guys, you know, in that in a case where both guys are just equally matched, they're just knocking the ball back and forth. You never see the ball miss the square, you know. So they're just going, going, going. There's no end of the game. But ultimately, one of those guys is going to pull what they need to from below to get it done. And I'm pretty sure that that's going to be a Leroy Shogun up in this B. Uh, but it's really hard to tell. Sir Knight Merrick Donovan is a champion at heart. And uh, it's going to be a tough fight for Leroy, but I think he has it in him. All right. Just pulling out his balls. Was that what that? He's got to reach down deep. I don't get. Come on. What are you talking about here? This thing, I thought this was a family show. Hey, come on, man. No double taps, clean game. All right. Uh, in- interesting thoughts, gang. Uh, as as for me, I as as much as I don't want to agree with a bone saw over there after his uh, inane rant about darling Daniel Starling. I I don't know. I th- I think. I think Merrick can get this one done. I think Sir Knight Merrick Donovan can can get it done. Uh, I don't know what he's gonna have to resort to, and it's ah, it's it's so hard. It's almost like it's almost like you can't tell. I think he can get it done, but I also think Shogun can get it done. I shouldn't have even put my opinion in the ring. I'll, all I did was confuse everything and didn't offer much of an opinion. <laughs> this on- just in, Daniel. This just in um, from my bookie. Uh, the match is even money. So literally, Vegas cannot decide which side to go with. The fans can't decide. It's 50-50 split right down the middle. Well, right. I already heard him make the correct decision. He agreed with me. So we can we can just we can chalk him up on the right side. This is all as exciting as professional two-square. Well, no one who was ever uh, uh, as good as the city of Las Vegas has ever considered an evil man. So, yeah, all right, that's that's, that's good. Well, two squares together is a rectangle. Suck it. <laughs> right, and guess what else is rectangle? Money, bitch. Okay. This, this is going off the rails. <laughs> Next, we'll hear from Financially Stable. And they have words for Wealth of Wrestling, Sexy Angels, and their opponents this Saturday at GTW7, We're Still Here, Freddie Hudson, and gorgeous Hudson Taylor. Jambroni University, my name is Winston Bentley III. And I am Connor McKay. I want to thank Handsome Dan and the rest of those idiots at Jambroni University, the Grand Time Wrestling Podcast. Congrats, boys. You finally did something right. You gave us an opportunity to speak our minds. So uh, let's go ahead and get into it. I'll start with Wealth of Wrestling. Boys, you're making your debut at GTW. That's very exciting. Congratulations. If you ever say our name again, you will regret it. You see, I know what new money looks like when I see it. And boys, I'm not impressed with your fake Louis Vuitton tights, your watches, doesn't impress me, okay? So if you survive the gifted, maybe we can settle this down the road. Let's uh, get to more pressing issues. Connor, Saturday, June 26th, GTW 7, we're still here. What are we doing? Well, Grind Time Wrestling has finally come to their senses and given us what we've been asking for, which is just a good, old-fashioned tag match. 
Yes, yes, not some BS with leaving us off the card, booking us in random singles matches that don't make sense. No, no, no. We are a tag team. We wrestle as a team. Okay? So, Freddie Hudson, gorgeous Morgan Taylor. I'd say I'm sorry it had to be you guys, but you see, I'm just not sorry about anything. No, no, no. You're right, Winston. It is, it is a somewhat unfortunate for them that they're not going to be facing what they expected out of Financially Stable. No, they're going to be getting a much more aggressive and angry side of things because of what's happened to us in the last few months. You see, this all started with Ty Harris slighting us, leaving us out of tables, ladders, and chairs, the main event. So you see, we inserted ourselves. We took care of business. Yes, absolutely. And it was just that. It was business. And now, no avail, Azrael Rowe. They, you know, they do the real noble thing and they jump you when I'm not there. Mm-hmm. And don't think that I'll ever forget about that. No, no, no. See, you boys say that it uh, gets dark in Sin City. Well, let me turn a light on for you. You see, there's <laughs> nothing scarier than two men with more money than God that only do this for the sick satisfaction of hearing the snapping of bones and sucking the joy out of every poor GTW fan. Okay, you see, that is why we do this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the gentrification of Grind Time Wrestling. Freddie Hudson, Gorgeous Morgan Taylor, it starts with you guys. We'll see you real soon. And that's money. Well, I guess if that's what you want to call it, uh, financially stable, ladies and gentlemen. So let's, let's turn back to the uh, panel here, and we're, we're going to start again with you, uh, Tugboat, financially stable versus Freddie Hudson, Gorgeous Hudson Taylor, and I know you have a soft spot for a good old Ohio boy. Yeah, that Midwestern boy Freddie Hudson. He's uh he's he's a hell of a wrestler. Um, but I mean he is a good professional wrestler. Let me just state that. Um uh, but yeah, I mean we've we we've seen the financially stable time and time again, and I think with every every time they're in the grindhouse, they get a little bit more, uh, just a, a little bit more of an edge and just a little bit more, uh, talent or not talent, just, you know, a cohesiveness with that group. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think financially stable is going to, going to have their sights set on whether it be the gifted or, uh, anyone else later on the line with, uh, those tag team championships. I thought it was really cohesive the way that Winston Bentley the uh, Third contracted Ray Zeon to wrestle his match for him. <laughs> Smart, save your energy, baby. <laughs> All right, AJ Trey, what do you think? For you. Financially stable or Freddie Hudson and Gorgeous Hudson Taylor? Man, let me tell you something. Financially unstable is more like it. These guys, these guys are you know your typical. Let's act like we have money but really behind the doors you know we're barely they got shit loads of money yeah listen you know how much money <laughs> they don't have money dropped from the sky they brought money out as a matter of fact when we were calling the match 
I had one of those dollar bills. I saw it. I held it up to the light. Fake as can be. And even though it was fake, they still came by our table. And what did they do? They picked the shit right back up. What I'm trying to tell you. They're not going to waste their dollars on you. They're fake dollars. They didn't want me to expose. You're not even worth fake dollars. I'll tell you what, I got all kinds of money over here, uh, you know, which is why I'm going to be missing this this next show, because I'm going back out scouting so I can find somebody to take out these clowns again, because I'll, I'll tell you what, man, you look over at Freddie Hudson and George Hudson Taylor, Freddie Hudson. We know what he brings. He's a hell of a wrestler. George Hudson Taylor, man, he runs a jackhammer in a careless whisper, soft porn video. The guy just knows how to get it done. He's a beautiful man. Uh, you know, he's he's got power. He's got size. Uh, Freddie Hudson's going to bring that speed. He's got those powerful forearm shots that Drew loves so much. Financially stable is not going to be able to get it done versus Freddie Hudson and George Hudson Taylor. Okay, so A Train, before I move on to uh, Bonesaw over here, I uh, hate I hate to do this to you, but I just gotta correct you here and once again lambast you for not reading enough books. That's gorgeous Hudson Taylor, not George Hudson Taylor. My goodness, I just combined them because they both just turned me off. It's it look it looks like George if you squint and look and you look at it right, gorgeous kind of looks like George. Bonesaw yeah. is shaking his head. Nope. No. Bonesaw, who do you have for curious, this match? Ju- gorgeous, I'm not surprised. Curious, Georgius Hudson Taylor. <laughs> Go ahead, Bonesaw. All right, Georgius. Bet she gets more head, though. So, <laughs> I'll let you in on a little secret. I love Shooter Freddie Hudson. He is incredible. He's a wealth of experience at a young age. The rare combo, the, the, the good kind of Freaky Friday. In a word, he's skilled. I like him. I respect him. But financially stable has got everything. They've got the skills. As Tugboat said, they keep getting better. They have a near infinite bankroll to supply for their be- the best training regimens possible. The rich pricks with dirty tricks, and they cannot be beat in this rent house. So I don't, I don't, I, I don't care how much I love Freddie Hudson or, or, or George's, George's Hudson Taylor, <laughs> but they're not going to get this done against... Uh, against the boys financially stable going over all right the don marijuana jay breezy what do you got listen i'll tell you what let me tell you what here uh freddie hudson uh the guy's got spirit he's definitely going to be a huge contender in gtw in the future uh gorgeous hudson taylor dude looks like he'd be on a set of a porn porn set but maybe not actually in the movie just in the background hanging out chilling I like that about him. I, I feel like I can hang out with this guy. I feel like we could be friends. But so guess big. what? I think that this is the this is financially stable's chance, Bonesaw. Listen up. This is financially stable's mm-hmm. chance to finally get a win at GTW, facing against a team that isn't actually a team. These are just these are guys that happen to have the same name. Put them together. You know what I mean? They're not they're not cohesive. So I give financially stable the the one up on this one, but only because of that one thing. You got a stable, cohesive tag team versus two guys that may be friends, but just now working together for the first time. So thank you. uh, I'll give it to financially, but uh, for no other reason than that. That's a good point. One of these teams, one of these people will get their first win. Nobody in this match has eked out a victory yet. Right. Exactly. 
Well, I I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you and agree with you a little bit there, uh, Jay Breezy. I think I think financially stable is going to get it done. I don't think they can out wrestle Freddie Hudson or Gorgeous Hudson Taylor. True, they they don't have they don't have the tag experience that financially stable has. That aside, I still think as two singles wrestlers, either of them could beat either of the guys in financially stable with their with one hand tied behind their back. However, it's financially stable. They, you know, purport to have more money than God. And with that comes they're they're gonna get it done, but I just they're gonna they're gonna cheat. They're cheaters. They're they're dirty cheaters. That's all that's all they do. They they come into the grindhouse, they they screw over sexy angels in in the triple or in the triple threat ladder match for the for the tag team championships because they were all mad and butthurt that they that they didn't get to be in the match and they're they've got a lot riding on this match because this is a match that they want because they haven't been they haven't seen proper tag team action in the grindhouse since back in February I think so I I think it's gonna be I think they've got too much writing on this to to lose I think it's gonna be financially stable. Yeah, I mean you're talking oh, yeah. about seeing action. Gorgeous Hudson Taylor seen more action than anyone you know in your life. Yeah, like, you you just realized how gorgeous he how gorgeous he is. So and that's and apparently he's been shots. hanging around the valley too. I also want everybody to just uh, stricken Daniel's disagreement for me from the record. He did actually 100% agree with me. Financially stable for the win. So, yeah. well, well, with, I mean, with that aspect, ultimately, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, th- I don't think they're better. I don't think they're better wrestlers. I'm sorry, who's winning? Is it tag match? No need to who's say, winning the no tag need match? To say that you're going to disagree with me when you agree with me right after. You know what I mean? No need to add the disagreement. Enough of this. We're moving on to the next match. And this is going to be uh, the the GTW Tag Team Championship match, uh, open challenge from the Gifted Logan Cruz Weezy T versus the uh, the men who made their appearance last month at Battle for the Multiverse. Wow! Wealth of, Wealth of Wrestling, world famous Daniel Lacey and Blake Banks, the Trust Fund Kid, with that damn Robbie K who came out and immediately started running his mouth. And, you know, all, all I think about when I think about grind time wrestling is, you know, what would be even better than having one team of rich assholes on the roster is having another team of rich assholes on the roster. So, yeah, you can say the roster is dripping with rich assholes. Yeah, it's dripping with slime. Let's let's go to you, tugboat. Uh, what? Who do you think? What do you think about this match? We we got the we got the noble tag team champions, the Nova Alliance tag team champions, the gifted versus wealth of wrestling. What's your take? Yeah, and I I won't hold that against them. Uh, the I I tell you what, I'm really excited to see what the wealth of wrestling can do, um, and also what kind of uh. You know what kind of strategies? You know what what Mr. Robbie K will see from the ground, and that is R O B B I E Robbie K. Um, just you know, like we've seen with other people, you know, who who have that that member on the floor, just kind of seeing the action from a different angle, and what what advantages that can add. 
uh and plus you know anytime you get to see some newcomers actually get in the ring that's always uh that's always a good time uh I don't think they have what it takes to beat our, I mean, this is one of the greatest tag divisions in the world and Wheezy T and Logan Cruz are sitting atop of it because, you know, them, them, uh, hands of silver, uh, tongue of silver and hands of stone, you know, they're, uh, and you, once they get you, you just can't even catch your breath. I'm going the gifted. All right. Gifted call calls it on uh tugboat let's uh, head over you to a train who do you got for this one yeah man uh there's a difference between wow and financially stable you know uh wow actually you know they're they're showing off the money that they have whereas financially stable you're you're not really sure um robbie k speaking of uh members on the floor drew the man walks around like he's member just hits the floor every time he takes a step. Um, that guy just exudes so much confidence. He's a great a asshole, uh, right up there with, uh, old Daniel Starling and, yeah, you know, he's going to have his sure. guys ready, you know, but, yeah. um, Drew, you mentioned it, man. The, the gifted fought their ass off to take the titles off of sexy angels to hold off the hellhounds. Uh, they've been through it. They've been through the ringer at the grindhouse. They know what it's about uh, with, you know, wow, you're just not sure what they're going to come with. Like, so the uncertainty almost gives me a little like, you know, pause for taking the gifted, uh, you know, but at the same time, I feel like a lot of times people with the kind of money that wow has, uh, they're going to talk a bigger game than they actually back up. And I know what the gifted's about. So I'm not going against the Puff Daddy. I'm not going against the man with the silver tongue and the hands of stone, Logan Cruz. I'm taking the gifted to retain the championship belts. All right. Interesting stuff there. Uh, Bonesaw, over to you. Wealth of wrestling or the champions, the gifted? Well, first of all, I need to school A-Train a little bit. I think he needs to familiarize himself with Warren Buffett, the Oracle of Omaha. When it comes to conspicuous consumption, you don't have to be showing it off. One of the richest men in the world still living in a crappy three-bedroom apartment or flat, whatever you want to call the thing in Omaha, the house he grew up in. No fancy I'll call yachts. it an apartment. This is America. <laughs> well, it's not even an apartment. I think it's a house. I forgot my words for a moment there. He probably <laughs> also has a mansion in Scotland. You don't Doesn't know need it. Doesn't even need it. You don't, you don't have to show it off when you got it. If you got it, people know. Back off financial stable. But anyways, <laughs> I this is going to be a learning experience for me. I, I'm good at, I've heard some great things about Wealth of Wrestling, but I haven't personally seen them yet. So I'm really excited to see them. Um, they're going up against a hell of a tag team, though, with the gifted. Uh, they're, they're the top of the game for, the, for, for a reason. And I, I expect it to be very difficult to see them unseated. Logan and the Puff Daddy, I think, are, uh, are going to be the men to beat in this match. All right, interesting stuff there. Oh. Jay Breezy, who you got? Listen, man, when I think of WoW, I think of overweight nerds playing MMORPGs, all right? This isn't, uh, this is GTW. There's no room for extra money. You know what I mean? We already got the money, the money men, all right? Yeah. Uh, the, Listen, the no, thing- no matter how, how many... Yeah. Serenite sword breakers you you sell you are not going to be as rich as financially stable you know yeah and i, I you know i've uh, i've given financially stable shit in the past and uh no i i'm gonna walk that back at this point because uh, financially stable i feel like has proven themselves as 
the wealth owners that they claim to be. And uh, wow, you know, they walk in with a, with a, you know, Fendi purses and shit or whatever the fuck they carry around, you know, and uh, Gucci. Gucci. Yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, there's red bottoms on and all that stuff, but like you know, that Louboutins, ain't that ain't impressing me. The gifted, on the other hand, is coming off of the biggest win in their tag team's careers. Okay, so they are not going to come into this thing like you think Logan is going to put down his hands of stone and pick up pillows. <laughs> no, no, he's making now they're like hands of fucking steel, guys. You know, change the change the slogan. Logan. Hands of steel. Yeah. <laughs> change the slogan, Logan. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Wow. It's I mean, I, gifted. I, I I gotta and I gotta piggyback on all of you here, and I think this is gonna be one of those fabled clean sweeps, but you all the money in the world doesn't mean shit once you're inside that ring. And I mean, Jesus Christ, that that incredible ladder match, just the the things they had to go through to to get those belts, you know, Mm -hmm. wealth of wrestling hasn't had to work a day in their lives, you know, so fuck them. I, it's to to me, to me, it's got to be to me, it's got to be the gifted Logan Cruz and Wheezy T and, you know, world, you know. Daniel Lacey may be world famous, you know, Blake Banks, the, the trust fund kid, but I never heard of Daniel Lacey and, uh, you know, everyone's always ranting about how great trust fund kids are. That's I always, I always, you know, people go, man, that guy with a trust fund is just such a great person. I just like him so much. So oh, out. If he doesn't have to work. He's got time to train. So, you know, that's, don't, that's don't sleep fair. on him too much. They, that is they got nothing else to do. Yeah. That's a fair point. Work on Paul brothers have shown that, uh, old Jake and Logan, um, which, right. you know, wow. Kind of reminds me of Owen Wilson. Take it away. Wow. Wow. That's some wow. good spaghetti. Wow. 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 All right. We're, we're going, we're, oh, we're, we're going on. And, oh yeah. And, and also, uh, <laughs> you know, be, because Nova Lions, that, that's, that, that's my choice. It's, it's the gifted Mo- moving on. And this is, this is going to be, this is going to be a hell of a match, I think, because when you think of the cheese, you think jovial, you think friendly, you think second class and Nova Alliance, but he's still a good guy. And then you, you, on the other side of that, you got Cody hey. Behringer. Listen, the hell let me out. cut you off on this, Daniel. Let me cut you off on this. I don't even know why we're talking about this match because ultimately the cheese decimates Cody Behringer. There's no question about it. You're goddamn right. Jabroni U is going to be sitting at the table, not giving a fuck about commentary. We're going to be sitting there rooting for the fucking cheese, just like the rest of the audience at GTW. What is is this? Punk and Samoa Joe in 2004? You guys think you can just get up from your damn tables? We got work to do while we're there, boys and girls. You're not going to get to sit in the crowd with everyone else. You got to call the action. Finally, somebody is mean, Jesus. I, I'll talk, but I'm talking about the cheese, all right? All right, so we're doing things a little bit out of order here. We heard from the Don Marijuana. Uh, hell, let's go way out of order. Uh, let's go reverse order. Bonesaw, who do you got for this match? The cheese versus Cody Barringer. 
God, Mr. Berenger versus the Cyclone of Mars Capone. I, on another time, I might have called this a, a pick 'em because this baby, we're getting some meat slapping tonight with this match. So be ready. This is going to be fantastic. The uh, the Japanophile uh, heart here inside is a flutter with the possibilities. But you got to look at the recent experience. Lilith has given Mr. Berenger renewed focus, sharpened his resolve, and put him on the path of success. The cheese, fantastic, but I mean, at the end of the day, the cheese? No, it's ridiculous. Come on. Oh, Mr. Berenger, taking the win. Oh, you, oh my God. How can you sit at that table with the jabroni you? After what, after how- I'll, I'll sit there the only group, smart guy at the end, looking at, look at you guys with my win. Man. You know, the cheese, I'll tell you what, Bonesaw, the cheese has a hundred fucking Lilith. They're all out in the audience screaming cheese. That's not very helpful. Lilith's in there giving him advice, giving him another set of eyes on the ring. And putting Andy in a trance. A-Train, who do you got for this match? Yeah, man, I experienced that at the last event. Lilith uh, really has a power to her that is stronger than anything I can you know, talk about or put into words. It was, it was an experience unlike I've never had, um, you know, so I understand where Cody's coming from, but like, let's look at the facts here. Cody's overall four and three, you know, he's a beast and everybody is scared of the man. However, like he's barely over 500 and cheese rolled him up in less than five seconds. Like that's how quick that match was last time. So anomaly. You know, uh, the thing with anomaly is the letters N O M are in it, which are also in the word normal. So, outlier. you know, the thing with the cheese is he is an outlier and, you know, Cody is just a flat outlier. outlier though. Is that the word the letters? That's right. L I E. It's a lie. Take those three. There you go. So look, Cody, uh, came over you know, told Drew to get the fuck out of his seat. Just totally inappropriate. The way he treated us was was unacceptable at the last event. And Cheese, you know, came through for us. And I feel like uh, Cheese is going to be able to do it again. Uh, Cody was talking about, you know, this isn't a fairy tale and all that. But if he wants to talk about facts, the Cheese is five and one in GTW. He's four and three. There's your fairy tale, Boom. Cody. Facts. A-Train, speaking of facts, should you be talking about Mr. Berenger like this? I, I thought he had it out for you. Are, are, you're going to be skipping yeah. this show. Is there Andy, maybe a coincidence the, there? Andy, the thing yeah. is, I'm not showing up at the next show, so yeah, I can kind of say this. He's a keyboard look, warrior right now. Yeah, well, right. Mr. Berenger's on the card, and he's nowhere to be seen. That's right. Yeah, look, I hmm. I made peace with him last time until, you know, later on, and he until cut he a promo this. on us. And, yeah, he's going to be a little upset, but, you know, I'll apologize in my charming way and be back in his good graces for the next event okay. i have all the faith in you all right Daniel, why don't you play that clip about what cody berenger has to say you know about this i, I, I oh yeah he didn't record anything that's right because he's scared all right the cheese for the win is he training oh, oh man. all right well if if round ramen tournaments have taught us anything uh it has taught us that Getting a bunch of wins right at the beginning of a long bout of matches doesn't mean anything necessarily. And I, you know, I gotta, I gotta look at this, at this situation uh, a little bit. And actually, uh, you know, I gotta laugh a little bit that, uh, 
Behringer unceremoniously dumped Drew out of out of his chair as much as Drew maybe didn't like it at the time because you know I I went back and you well, know after well, I was uh, assaulted by he who must not be named yeah I noticed that the, the picture that we that we posted on social media I was like oh this is this is a great picture this is an amazing picture Andy first thing he did gets down on his hands and knees trying trying to help me up and then Absolutely. and then you know i realized the angle of the picture true was the one who took the picture of me the first thing that happened when i fall over i get assaulted <laughs> i i went unconscious for damn near 5 minutes uh, i could have been dead my heart probably stopped and the first thing yeah. drew does is goes and grabs a camera Anyway, listen, I guess I saw listen. That. I, saw I did it for insurance purposes. World I did it for insurance out. purposes. I Daniel, needed that phone was out before Starling even hang out. He he knew he saw it coming. It was like pa, like we needed motion. Bah. All right, stop. All right, stop. Stop there, Jerry Breezy. Go 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 ahead, Drew. Because it's I I I, listen, I, I believe because I knew, of the, I knew you wouldn't do something the, like that to me because of the high amount of money that we they have insured us for i was getting that ready to send off to the lords of london so in case anything happens to you your benefactors can get a nice payday off of this that's uh, it yeah, that's is, the only yeah. reason all right Th- thank you for your transparency i know i did sort of just call you out in the middle of this podcast but thank <laughs> you for that okay yeah. uh with, with that being said i i apologize i you know in retrospect i don't feel so great about cody barringer you know, dumping you out of your dumping out you out of your out of you know, your seat there. You know, but uh, let's uh, let's finally hear from you. Who do you got in this match? Cheese or Cody so that's, Behringer? That, that's what I wanted to. I kind of wanted to bring this up. So, you know, yeah. I mean, at first I was pretty upset, but then when I got to that final match with Cheese and uh, Cody, I I'm pretty sure it was that match, but I realized why Cody had it out for me because when Lilith stares at Dan or at Andy, he, she puts him in a trance, but when she stares at me, she gets weak in the knees and can barely stand on her own two feet. Oh, wow. So, you know, I, I, I understand like, you know, you got to protect your turf, but so that being said, like, you know, We'll see how this goes on Saturday because the cheese is there to protect us. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll do a little protecting of him by uh, just giving her that look that she can't even stand up for. (laughs) Or maybe, you you know, know, Daniel, there's a difference between a sex symbol and a ladies man. You know what I'm saying? And Drew just happens to be both. Sex symbols Uh, are what I call it when I draw a penis on the wall. (laughs) You know, the, the kid wrestling doesn't just wrestle kids, all right? He also wrestles, wrestles adult, adult women, all right? All right. <laughs> you know what? Let's normalize drawing vaginas on the wall because <laughs> I think that would be way funnier. Oh, I've I've done that for a while, too. <laughs> Wishing a- any- anyway, let's just normalize that. drawing sex symbols everywhere we go. It doesn't matter what the sex symbol is. need to get Ben to write a song about it. We'll be good to go. <laughs> Look, if we're normalizing it, then I'm drawing the cheese all damn day. All right. Uh, sorry. So, uh, uh, 
uh, tugboat. What was your what was your choice there on that match? Oh, cheese, cheese. You got the cheese. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I I got unanimous the cheese. Uh, it's not unanimous. Yeah, well, it was definitely unanimous. No big deal. It sounded unanimous. We'll see. Oh, well, we'll see about that. Come yeah, June yeah. Not, I got to call this one for Behringer. And, you know, it's it's nothing against the Racolette Ranger for me personally. I just think that... I I think that Behringer with... Lil- I think Lilith is the key there. And mm-hmm. it's... After, after what he went through at Battle for the Multiverse... And just the uh, the trials and tribulations and the pain and the sorrow. It's when we when we saw him come out and just absolutely dismantle the cheese, ruining his chances for for a shot at the gold. I I think this is a uh, renewed Cody Berenger that's not playing around. Well, let me say this last thing: What happens to dogs when they get older? They die. Go you know what happens to state? cheese? They get more yeah. delicious and better. Yeah, the cheese is just gonna bop Cody on the nose and say "bad dog," and he's gonna run a, run away with his tail between the legs. Yeah, that that's one thing. But Cody Berenger ain't getting older. I'm thinking more of a rabbit dog that's been chomping on gunpowder. Yeah. That works on a dog, not on a hellhound. One one more quick point. Because Cody's just coming. a hep 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 a dog. Hep 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 a dog. Hey. One more, one more quick point about Cody Berenger is how many times are we going to go on the GTW podcast and say, I think that Cody Berenger finally has his head on straight for this next, you know, that's how many times can we do that? All right. We've yeah, done before it. Before like, we look like fools. Was, yeah. Let's we already thought Cody, I started becoming a Cody Berenger fan. And then next thing you know, like Cody Berenger pulls this shit. It's like, uh, how many times? Cody Berenger doesn't have his head on straight. That's the quickest loss in GTW history, right? Wait, it might be Aaron Nova. I apologize. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you absolute son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, no, one and two, you know, one and two. Enough That's of this. Simple. I grow weary of contradiction. We're moving on we to go. the next match. The Big O, Mike Orlando versus Brian <laughs> Idol. We saw Brian Idol in the four-way tag match last month at Battle for the Multiverse with Uptown Andy Brown, the former champion, that guy. Kenny Bengal, and <laughs> unfortunately, the former champion, Tarzan Duran. And I don't say it's unfortunate that he was the, the champion. It's unfortunate that he only gets to hold on to it for such a brief window. And then we got Mike Orlando, who is... I think using this match as a throughway to get his hands on Jake Sterling. So tugboat, who, who do you like in this match? Well, this is a tough one. Cause you've got two different styles. You've got the dynamic charismatic performer. That is Billy or I mean, Brian idol. Um, Billy's not to be brother. confused with the, you know, the fantastic singer. Uh, but yeah, Brian Idol, the former model. I mean, like I said, just oozing with charisma. Just uh, you know, he walks in the room, and now all eyes go to him. And uh, and then you got the, the big Mike Orlando, the the founder, the the man who brings us all there every single month. Um, 
you know, I, I think because like you said, he's, he's got that little thing that he just wants to, he's got something to prove to Jake Sterling that, Hey, you know, you might be the young up and comer, but I still got it. And uh, I think he's Brian or uh, yeah. Brian Idol is just a, a mere stepping stone to uh, taking that title. All right. A train who you got for this? You know, Brian Idol, right? If that yeah. is your name, I know it's fake. You soap star wannabe. Um, this guy, you know, he, he he's out here looking more like Brian Adams. And the thing is, I believe he does really know how to love a woman, but he doesn't know how to get a win at GTW. He's 0-2. Mike Orlando, 3-1. and There's just a difference when you're looking at these two gentlemen. Brian Idol, man, the guy can woo any female that he wants. He claims he has the best tombstone pile driver in the business now that Undertaker's retired. Mm-hmm. This guy is straight up delusional, right? And he he thinks of himself as a renaissance man, and he wants to put fighting into that. But Mike Orlando is an actual true fighter. It's the elite athlete. This guy's 6'5", 275, and moves like he's two, 205 maybe. Like, the guy is just incredible. He's, he's relentless. I think he's focused. He wants to go after Jake Sterling. Um, but I don't, I think this is going to be bad news for Brian Idol. Mike Orlando gets the one, two, three. All right. I'm going to interject my own opinion in here now because I've been thinking about this and I just want to get it out before, before it, you know, shoots out of my, shoots out of my brain here. I, I think in a match like this, I, I think in any match with Brian Idol, the longer the match goes on, the more it favors Brian Idol. Um, as you know, we, as, as we've seen in the past, he, he always, he always comes out. The, the guy looks like he's chiseled out of fucking granite. He uh, does. He, he's, he's stronger than hell. Uh, and, and, and the guy, the guy can move, but man, is he, is he just the cockiest son of a bitch you've ever seen? Yeah. But that veneer goes away as the match wears on and he starts taking things seriously. I think if this guy could come out with laser focus and with a proven track record of his matches getting better as, as they wear on, I I think he could, I think he could really do something really start hauling in some wins in GTW. The only problem with that is that he's going to be in the ring with Mike Orlando and Mike Orlando is not going to let the match get to that point. So while I do, I do think Brian Idol has a bright future in GTW. It's, uh, he, he's, he's going to get, he's going to get stomped out by Mark, Mike Orlando for first things first. But I think the, I think the guy's very promising, but in, in this match, I, I got to give it to Mike Orlando. Bonesaw, let's go over to you. Who do you, who do you like for this match? So normally I would I would tell you about, I respect Mike Orlando. He's been cracking skulls for a decade and, and more power to him. That's fantastic. He's excellent in what he does. And that but Brian Brian Idol, he's a star. He's excellent at everything he's put his mind to. He's a slashy singer, model, actor. 
He's got the athleticism, the conditioning. He's been great at everything he has put his mind to, professional wrestling. No exception there. He has the experience. He's been a champion. Um, and he looks like a million bucks. I, I would tell you this because I think Brian Idol's fantastic. He has a bright future, and I think he has a bright future on June 26th. However, I'm going to book this with my heart because I want to see Mike Orlando fight Jake Sterling. So I'm going to say that. So I'm going to pretend like I'm saying Mike Orlando just because I want to put that juju out there in the world and, and get that match. Um, I want to see that fight. But Brian Idol's fantastic. Caveat. I, don't you think he'd probably look really fantastic with that GTW heavyweight championship? I, around I, his, I don't uh, think of, I can't think of anyone who would look better in that belt. I mean, that's go a, from that's one million bucks. We, we we put that a million bucks. Now it's a billion bucks. Yeah, I mean, pe- people are coming. You know, they're they're coming from from the castles, from their mm. their stable you, mi- uh, mid income homes. They're coming from the gutters to, to you put that every- on a poster. Tickets are flying off. Everyone's coming to see Brian Idol. Uh, Brian 100%. Idol is the Doge coin, you know, of the stock world. So I will say that. And if I'm looking to, rub- I'm, I'm buying his dip. Yeah. I, I'll tell you that. If I'm looking to rub oil on either one of these men, sorry, Mike Orlando, it's Brian Idol all day. Yes, all of us are thoroughly familiar with what NFTs are. Jay Breezy, let's go over to you. I definitely know. <laughs> Don't ask any follow-up questions, please. I'll tell you what. Is this a no-DQ match? Uh, because that would be the only way that Mike Orlando wins this match because oh. for some reason... For some reason, Mike Orlando needs to have a chair in his hand or a table that he can throw somebody through or a kango stick that he can pull from under the ring and beat over somebody's head. So, you know, if Mike wants straight rules, though, you know, Brian Idol, at Brian Idol's request, I contacted Maury. The results are in, guys. Guess what? Brian Idol, not Mike's brother, all right? Not your brother, (laughs) all right? And that works for Brian Idol because Brian Idol – doesn't want to whoop his brother's ass. He wants to whoop Mike Orlando's ass. All right. I'm going Brian Idol on this one. Surprisingly, I'm with Bonesaw on this one. Jay Breezy, you know? that's the smartest thing I've yeah. heard all night that wasn't said by me. So congratulations. Yeah. Well, oh. thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. And so this is gonna pivot towards the champion, like like we were like we were talking about earlier with Mike Orlando wanting to get his hands on Jake Sterling. Now as as we understand, Jake Sterling doesn't have a doesn't have a set opponent for we're still here on June twenty sixth. So what we're what we're gonna do is play a little game called fantasy booking for Jake Sterling. And let's start with you, Tugboat. Who would you like to see face Jake Sterling for the GTW Heavyweight Championship? Well, for me, it's simple, and it's the man he beat, and that's the the. I think somebody that the whole grindhouse has just come to love over the last six, seven months, however long it's been, and that is Tarzan Duran. Uh, every time we see him, he is just. I mean, he puts on a show. He's, um, you know, he's 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 the GTW five star man, if you ask me. So I want to see Tarzan Duran. All right, that great, absolute dynamite pick. Andy, let's uh, go over to you. Uh, who would you like to see face Jake Sterling? Man, uh, there are so many good options um, in GTW to face him. Uh, I mean, you got somebody that's a newcomer like Dick Danger, you know? You'd love to see that matchup. And then um, 
Kenny Bangle, man, he reigned supreme for so long. Kenny Bangle's a dude that's just, he lost, you know, to Tarzan and then lost, uh, or, you know, lost to Tarzan. Um, you know, so I'd like to see him get a crack back at that title. But I think in this scenario, you know, oh man, What's this scenario? is, a, this is a, it, you know, where, where, uh, I said Mike Orlando, but you know what? I'm going to agree with Drew here. I think Tarzan Duran, he won the title. He lost it um, to Jake Sterling. Let's get that rematch. Let's get, let's get that going because, uh, you know, that's, that's what the crowd wants to see. All right. Uh, let's shoot it over to Bonesaw. Bonesaw, ask me who I'd like to see face Jake Sterling for the GTW Heavyweight Championship. Handsome Dan, could you tell me who would you like to see Oh, bone, oh, Bonesaw, do you even have to ask? It's, it's, for me, it's going to be the didn't, Captain Aranova. No, no, no question. You didn't uh, let me ask. Because the man, wherever he goes, he changes your life. He cha- he, he's in the heart of every hopeful child. He's the glint in the eyes of a man who is about to make sweet love to the love of his life for the, for the first of many times to come. He is the hope of this country, of this planet, of this universe. And if he had that GTW belt around his waist, they would build statues and shrines of this man for generations to come. So my choice to face Jake Sterling and win and become the new GTW heavyweight champion. The hero of Gelgamax five, a champion wherever he goes and the champion of my heart, Captain Aranova. Bonesaw, who would you like to face uh, Jake what Sterling for the GTW championship? Uh, Tarzan, but he already lost. So, like, let's bring in somebody else. Then let's actually see a match this time. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, out, out with the old. I don't want to hear anything else. I don't want to hear anything else about it. Those are irrelevant. Irrelevant. Whose hand was raised? Who has the belt? That's all I want to know. And I know who that is. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. There's been a lot of wild matches out there, though, crossing borders, crossing lines, and there's someone out there right now that fancies themselves a little bit of a belt collector, and I think that would make for an amazing match, and I'm talking about none other than darling Daniel Starling. Put it on the marquee and hook it to my veins. You son of a bitch. How dare you? Oh, my God. I can't even with you right now. How dare you? Book it, baby. Wow. All right, we got. Oh my God, we. I. I. I thought I was being ridiculous. Let's. Let's go over to Jay Breezy. Jay Breezy, who would you like to see face Jake Sterling for this belt? Belt collector. God damn you, Bonesaw. You know, uh, for the sake of, for the sake of a clean clean sweep, since everybody said it, uh, well, I'm going to say Tarzan Duran, of course, definitely deserves a chance at a rematch. Since everyone is on board with that exact, I suggested it was a idea. Bad idea. Everyone said that. Man, so, I, I think you're right. But, yeah, but the thing is, working. That, <laughs> the, the thing is to be to be different and just to kind of give another idea. I'd also like to see another guy with a shot at the belt, and I think that he's definitely ready, definitely proven himself at GTW. And I think the man, the baddest man alive, Leroy Shogun. Ooh. Or you know, mm-hmm. the guys in there pounding his way through the roster. 
I think it's about time for him to pound his way up the, to, the, to the top of the ladder, you know? Yeah, he's I been think. pounding off on everyone. Yeah, yeah yes. no one, no you one know, pounds off like Leroy Shogun, and if again, yeah. he's got to, he's got to get the job done against Sir Merrick Donovan, yeah. which you think is uh, going to happen, and that's that's an absolutely terrific pick there, James. Well, thank you. Well, I'm full, I'm full of those. Well, what, guys, yeah, you know, an interesting thing here, Daniel. I was, I was curious to this. We got a couple uh, big GTW uh, constants that currently uh aren't on the card but we did hear that there's a couple special matches coming our way so you know what do you what do you think there uh it's i i like speculating um, about who might show up at the grindhouse and that's part of the wonderful thing about the grindhouse is you you never know who's going to show up uh on on the other hand uh, with with the nature of the business the card's subject to change, so I don't. I even even with the stuff that's totally booked, I don't. You know, I don't like to be like, oh well, we could see this person come in. I I just don't like to foster false hope in people's hearts. I like to foster true hope in their hearts when you know I say things like Captain Aranova could easily easily win the GTW Heavyweight Championship and become the champion of this and all multiverses. Look, I just want to see sexy angels. I, I'll say this. You cut an excellent interview with them uh, just a couple weeks ago. And, you know, you learned a little bit more about the the strife between uh, the sexy angels. But I'll tell you what, it's uh, it's ticket paid for every time sexy angels, you get to see them do their thing. So I'm hoping um that one, if not both of them, you know, somehow get involved in this card. Well, that's a yeah. wonderful thought, and it is going to bring us to the end of today's podcast. We'll do uh, a little... We, before we finish, Daniel, I just want to say one last thing before you say your fi- finishing remarks is that I'm very happy and I'm very wait, proud. Wait, before, before you say it, I'm going to say, I'm going to let everybody have a chance to give their final thoughts. So you don't, you don't need to give me your final thought. I promise. I'll, I'll oh, promise. I'll I, let everyone have their final thoughts. I, had, I have some penultimate thoughts. Can I get those in now? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I had Re- two final thoughts and now, you know, that's fine. Gentlemen, respect the format. Fine. Okay. okay. We're going to do a little business. We're going to have final thoughts and then that's going to be the end. And we're going to say goodbye and bang. Good night. But first we must do business in the butt. To check out all the wonderful podcasts on Jabroni U Podcast Network, follow the Jabroni University Podcast Network on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JabroniU and at JabroniU.com. There you can follow the exploits of the Allen Club on Why Did We Ever Meet, tune in to Biff Radio, be a fly on the wall in Locals Barbershop, listen to all new hip-hop and flow and tell, and draft pop culture with Andy, James, and Drew on our flagship show, The Draft Podcast of which we just did an episode of wrestler themes that I 100% won. Lost. Not even, uh, yeah, Andy, Andy Spoiler, didn't quite understand Daniel the rules. Daniel picked so Daniel Starling's d- theme song. So <laughs> how mad can he be? That's why he won. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Again, to follow Grind Time Wrestling, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Official Grind Time Wrestling. To purchase tickets to We're Still Here on June 26th, that's 
this coming up Saturday. And all future events, subscribe to Grind Time Wrestling at eventbrite.com. And you can get tickets at gtwgrindhouse.com. Tickets are only $20. They are extremely limited. You pay more at the door. Go get your tickets now at eventbrite.com and gtwgrindhouse.com. You can also pick them up at Titan Comics in fabulous downtown Bradenton. Remember, card is subject to change. And your gateway to follow all these wonderful podcasts is jabroniu.com. Remember to give us a five-star rating and a like, share, retweet, and subscribe. And, you know, maybe you also think about who you'd like to see murder darling Daniel Starling. It could be anyone. It, 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 it could be your question. mama. Just, I just want him to be over. Please, God. And not, and not in that come. colloquial wrestling sense that I want him Shut to be up. over. I want him to be over like a bad episode of a terrible sitcom. Such as, you know, insert whatever sitcom you don't like. Horsing around with darling Daniel Starling. I don't know. Great sitcom. Great sitcom. No. Incorrect. Shout out to Bojack. <laughs> yeah, Bojack's good. <laughs> All oh, right. Man. That brings us to the end of the episode. And now it is time for final thoughts. We'll start with you, Andy. I know you sort of just had a final thought, but I'll give you, yeah, I'll give you a second. I actually thought. want to pass it over to James so he doesn't forget his final thought. If we <laughs> recall, he does smoke a ton. So uh, we need to let him get those thoughts out while they're there. All right, hand it over to your boy, Sir Smoke a Lot, the Don Marijuana. Right. James, go right. ahead. Don't, don't worry, it's it's uh, impossible for me to forget this. I just wanted to say that I'm very proud of us as the Jabroni team uh, that we didn't mention Captain Aaron Noma or the Noma Alliance the entire time during this podcast. Uh, y'all elite? Y'all elite, baby. You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all defeat. Look, man, that's my final thought as well, James, is uh, that, you know, like our boy Drew says, the cheese stand alone. Uh, We could just rename this. We're still here to uh, the cheese still runs the yard uh, because the cheese is going to be what everybody walks out of this event remembering when they leave. All right. And now before I hand it over to Tugboat, I just want to say. I've given you your j- ch- opportunities for final statements, so don't <laughs> keep talking. <laughs> Tug- <laughs> Tugboat, final thoughts. Ah, you can keep talking. We, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Y'all elite. And my actually, my only final thought is uh, Lilith, my DMs are open. <laughs> open DMs. Okay. Uh, you're, you know, my favorite Simpsons meme is, uh, the one where, uh, there's some sort of random opening and then it's just Dr. Hibbert punching you through the random opening. And I just think it's just going to be Cody Behringer punching tugboat in the face (laughs) through his DMs. (laughs) And Bonesaw, final thoughts. It's a little self-involved, but uh, during the taping of this podcast, I did just get word from my manager that uh, the coffers have been opened, the the appearance fee has been paid, and I think I will be seeing you boys at the Grindhouse. Grind Time Wrestling, we're still here June 26th, so... Oh, oh that's, a, that's amazing that you're getting paid! <laughs> you, you if look- you want talent, it costs... You gotta link me up with your manager, man. My my manager's not getting the job done. I'm working for pennies on the dollar here. You're not doing it right. Bonesaw, just don't say my name on air. I don't even know who you are. 
Oh, don't do a trade like that, Bosa. <laughs> ah, his name's right there on the screen. I could never forget. <laughs> All right. Well, that just about wraps it up from us. Uh, we'll see you on June 26th at the GTW Grindhouse for GTW 7. We're still here. I'm your host, Handsome Dan Salorzano. For A-Train Andy Liner, for Tugboat Drew Kistler, for Bonesaw Ryan Rudnick, for the Don Marijuan Jay Breezy, we're out of here, and remember, it's not your time, it's ours. Take her easy. <laughs> <laughs>